now we will begin the dance. This is the Brahms dance. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Post Game of Thrones, the official. We're sorry. We're We're very sorry. The official Game of Thrones Skype failure podcast of the show of the books of the George R. R. Martin. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Squiz Pillion. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Uh, I'm. uh, Hi, I'm sorry because I also completely blanked on a nickname. I'm your happy sorry boy. And I'm Brooks. Hey, how's it going? We're sorry that we haven't put out a podcast in, like, seven months? It, it feels um, like it. Yeah. But, hey, I mean, we've been producing them, so if you, like... T- Technically, like, we haven't been not doing them. They've just we, been not getting to you. We did extra content last week. We did! We actually, we were like, hey, to make up for not doing a podcast for that long, let's do more stuff. Yeah. And... Instead, what happened is nothing. Yeah, so if you hang out with me and Eddie and you get us to bring our computers to the Hangout location and we each play our Audacity file, mm-hmm. you might be able to listen to it. Yeah, I, I still have it saved. So if you want to, like, yeah. come to us and, like, sync it up somehow, because I couldn't do it. It's a lot like that like that Wu-Tang record. Like, it's the only... You're gonna have to work really hard to listen to it, but it's really good. Yeah, trust us. We uh, what a, we had a lot of so many good jokes about climbing. Oh yeah. Uh. Oh man, there was a warg of the week where I related the song of ice and fire to the Miley Cyrus song, "The Climb." It's a, if you listen to the lyrics, it's a lot about Kyburn and the mountain. So uh, we talked uh, about we talked about the aggro crag. Yeah, um, that was a good goof. Good, that was a pretty good goof. Oh, man. Um, let me just, let me just pass through my notes here. What, a um, yeah, talking about balls. Yeah, man, these are all you-had-to-be-there goofs, huh? Uh, Beric and Karstark look terrible. Oh, yeah, the nice boy who is being mean to Theon ins- did did the worst insult of all time by calling him the son of Rickard Karstark. Yeah, and he also, and Theon also thought he was an umber. Yeah, right, which, which no, nope, not... because umbers are all literal like bear people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it, really. Yeah, and um, th- last week's question was really good. We're gonna revisit it. Yeah, um, there was the worst scene in. Well, I don't want to say worst scene in the show because that's hyperbole of all hyperbole. That the worst scene in the show is play with our ass, right? I mean, at least until now. Worst in the way that like the kids are using it these days, where like worst means good. Uh huh. Yes, but. There, this this last episode had the chaos as a ladder. Oh, I I totally forgot about it because I hate it. That's for the best. <laughs> but yeah, I totally fucking loved that scene the first time I watched it. Like I went back on YouTube and watched it numerous times. Mm-hmm. Probably a hot dozen of those views are from me. Mm-hmm. And I I haven't actively hated a scene so much in this watch. I think because <laughs> it just doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. It's, like, he's just saying words, but nothing matters. Everything's made up, and the words don't matter. It, it's all that there is is the climb. But I'm that means that I'm not doing this for any goal because there's nothing good at the top. But psych, I'm aggregating power and resources. But it doesn't matter. Any, it doesn't matter. 
I don't well, like this pain. There aren't a thousand blades. I've counted, and there are like there's 12. there's not. It's true. We all see it. Yeah, like even you stare at that throne literally like twelve hours a day. And Good job, buddy. Yeah, you did it. There were two beds on the boat, feather beds. Two, two beds. <laughs> uh, and that's it. Yeah. This week's episode. Is uh, season three, episode seven, "The Bear and the Maiden Fair" by George R. R. Martin. Yeah, and it, man, there every scene was just was just like, oh yeah, I remember who wrote this. Like so you can everything. tell that George wrote it. Yeah. Like I was like, weird. Everyone talking to each other is like, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's not just people saying their motivations to each other. It's people having conversations in character and saying important shit. <laughs> yeah, weird. And like, Santa was like, "I was a fool. I used to be like this, and now I'm not." Yeah, like Santa did. Santa said stuff. I know it was amazing. <laughs> I was, I, I, I was wondering the whole time if this is like, at this point, do you think George felt the way that I do about group projects? He, he's like, just like, oh, oh fine, no. great idea. God, yeah, let's have Santa not do anything yeah that's neat that's a great idea but let me just add this i thought i i took it as like no one else is doing the work so you just fine just give it to me yeah <laughs> all right it's a shared grade but fuck okay and there were little things that uh like specifically from the books that he added in yeah like that i we'll get to them there's but, a lot. Yeah. Uh, what happened? So it, the episode starts, and last week, uh, as we talked about, the wildlings and Jon Snow were climbing the wall, and we don't know why. Yeah. And now they're down. Yeah, they are on the other side of the wall. And I just... The, one of my favorite Brooks's first watch notes is that I didn't realize that they were on the other side of the wall. You thought they, they just came back, like, the same way? Like, all right... I, 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 you know, it was like the big climax was them getting to the top of the climax because they mm-hmm. kissed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what climaxing is. Yeah. Um, I think. So I, j- but uh, it still looks cold and mountainy. So I was like, well, I guess they're still, they're still just walking. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Diamond Jim is there. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I guess we're walking for like another week. I don't know. <laughs> and he, he, he got- like drops some hot goofs on like the British from the Revolutionary War. <laughs> She's like, like, what? Oh, I'm gonna wear a dress like a woman. Like, yeah. uh, sure? I'm gonna march in line like an idiot. It's like guerrilla tactics, much. Yeah, ever heard of it? Idiot? You know, you can tell George wrote this because there were 15 you know nothings. Yeah, she was just, like, trying to hit her. Like, if she (laughs) says you know nothing three times, then, like, he's banished to the Shadow Realm. (laughs) Yeah. That's what happens in Rumpelstiltskin, right? Yes. Um,. So John you Snow- say Rumpelstiltskin backwards three times and Beetlejuice appears. <laughs> and he says, you're banished to the Shadow Realm, Pegasus. Yeah, because yeah, he has all five pieces of... Exodia. The Forbidden Beast, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> so John shit talks a warg, which is hilarious. He's just yeah. like, lay some fucking bird wisdom on me if wargs are so cool. And Like, John, do you know about... You? Well, it's, he wouldn't, because Ghost hasn't yeah. done anything for, like, 15 it's episodes. because he's, he's Sam's pet. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, like, that's so, like, scene painting for later, but it's just, 
George is just planting all these seeds in the fucking tundra, and none of them will ever... None, yeah, he's planting them in the harsh northern cold. He's just throwing seeds over the wall. I'm like, that'll... I hope somebody plants them. He's spilling his seed all over the north. Yeah, you could say that he's spending his seed. <laughs> for, for All for naught. Oh my god. So John makes his gormless look, kind of. Like season yeah. one, Jon Snow, I noticed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then... They keep walking. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Talisa is driving, is drying Rob's face and hair. What the fuck? I hate this is my note for this scene. <laughs> How much do you think George hated writing this? <laughs> what was this scene? <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is they fuck and immediately just go do other things. <laughs> like, do, like Rob just looks at his war table and she's like, I'm writing a letter to my mommy. It sucks. <laughs> Nothing is good. Like, who who immediately, like, bones down? And, like, in the books, Poe's boning down is just, like, Catelyn being like, I can feel his seed inside of me. Mm-hmm. And here it's just like, I can't wait to tell my mom. Yeah. Like, this is already a grand baby. What actually happened is she was just like, dear Tywin, like, right. he has the littlest baby dick, and I left. <laughs> Guess who has a tiny baby wiener? <laughs> the boy wolf. Yeah. But fucking, it's, okay, I know that, like, you're a, like when you're roy- when you're noble that like people dress you and stuff but rob can dry his own face and hair when it's raining outside mhm i hate that <laughs> what how how am i supposed to care about this romance that's not good <laughs> he put like a shitty robe on yeah and i don't like they talk about how walter frey's a prickly little guy and if they don't get through the rain and then blackfish is like i He's poop. Oh, sorry, my lady. Until he's just like, oh, no, I'm cool. I'm not like, most girls hate poop, but I love poop. I, Yeah, I can't get enough of it. And he's like, oh. I'm a total poop girl. Yeah. And, yeah, then them fucky, and Catelyn watches them make out for a little bit. Uh-huh. But she, like, does it disapprovingly. Yeah. Like, she, is, sh- she closes her eyes and shakes her head. Yeah, so you which know. is true, because, like, the post-coit kissing was, I don't feel like... Rob Stark has ever kissed a girl. Mm-hmm. It, it was very like a John Cena kiss where he just like puts his lips out as far like as he can. Like he just smashes his face. Can't this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we see some dual butt, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Double um, butt action. I don't know if we've seen two butts in the same shot before. Oh. Uh, well, probably with all the ass play that we've seen. Yeah. But yeah, not even George can save their fucking dialogue. Because like they're, they, okay, so they just fucked. And and then, like, just knowing George wrote it makes everything gross, because she's like, I have your little prince inside me. Like, Get, get him out of there! Get, stop it! Stop hiding that baby up there! And, get rid of it! And How? Help! Yeah, what are you doing? We're in a war. <laughs> she, he, Rob's like, if you don't put some clothes on, I can't promise I won't attack you again. And she goes, attack, attack! Yes! <laughs> That's not a response, that's just you saying words. <laughs> then she says, she says, defense. Yeah. Defense. <laughs> like the Taiwan, like, stealth robot just malfunctioned. <laughs> she couldn't even be undercover at that moment. She almost blew her cover. It's like, ah. Attack. Yeah. De- dear Taiwan, he's also an idiot. How has he been winning all these battles? Yeah, like... <sighs> like... 
I guess it makes sense because we know that they're only turned on by the horrors of war. Mm-hmm. But just to immediately be like, I know what'll get us ready for round two. You write your mom. I'm going to go plan a war. Like, I'm just going to go look at these figures that I built. Yeah. <laughs> Rob like, has a whole YouTube uh, channel of him, like, building war models. Yeah. He just, like, link amiibos all over the... <laughs> Rob Stark's amiibo corner. <laughs> It's just him eating like a wolf. Yeah. Oh man, he's gonna get that wolf link Twilight Princess amiibo. No uh-huh. doubt. Yeah. R- very rare. But yeah, everybody's motivated by fucking this show, and it mm-hmm. bothers me because mm-hmm. like I talk about it with Stannis all the time that it's like Sansa having a dirt bike. But yeah. like Rob too is, you know, it makes more sense in the books because like he's like fourteen, like, fourteen years old boy. Who is like, wow, my wiener is doing a bigger thing. That's new and weird. <laughs> That's all about. And, but here it's just like a very, it's very laid on thick that he's like not paying attention to the war because Talisa's got her butt out. Yeah. And like there's a whole thing about He even like, says it. And like, like he, he make, he, he gets Nook Nook from a like Lannister Bannerman in the books of Banner Woman, I guess. Mm. And, like he felt bad because he didn't like he knew that like John, how Jon Snow was raised as a bastard and everything so like he didn't want her to raise a bastard so he like took her as a queen and like didn't just leave her behind so there's like all that shit but here he's just like me want fuck so, <laughs> can't, can't stop think about fucky can't stop think about fuck and then that's a robot command that she actually understands <laughs> that so that's her that's her like uh. Her activator, like, as soon as those words are uttered, she's like, mm-hmm. yeah. mission engaged. <laughs> like, <laughs> the sleeper cell has been activated. Oh, the Manchurian fuck candidate. <laughs> yeah. So That's then what that movie's about. we go to uh, Jon Snow again, and we actually get true Tormund. We get true Tormund. He's just like, oh, this is how you fuck. <laughs> Most most people fuck like this. Wildlings <laughs> but wildlings like fuck like this. Ha! And oh man, George wrote the shit out of this scene. But that was like the most they would allow. Oh yeah. He's like, I fucked a lightning bolt and then it died. <laughs> and then he just walks off the camera. Yeah. And that's his last appearance of the episode. His, ugh, what a... What a gross thing that he said. He's like, you gotta slip and slide it in. Yeah, <laughs> like, what? So she's slick as a baby seal. <laughs> yeah. What the? Stop. Like, keep going, because it's great that you're in character, but stop. That's the metaphor you choose? Don't jam it in like you're spearing a pig. God. So, uh, the, this animal stuff. I fucked a bear and had a bear child. Okay. Uh, sure, buddy. And then we get a cool scene of Diamond Jim trying to get out of the friend zone. Yeah, like friend zone Jim over here. He's like, I'd be nice to you and treat you good. And she's like, you've never been nice to anybody. <laughs> ever. Ever. I've never. I, I would. <laughs> and Egret, like, pretends to give it some thought. Yeah, for like a minute. And then he's like, oh, you only like him because he's pretty. Yeah, he's got well, pretty eyes. And... Oh, yeah, that's like part of. Is it that, that that's called like being a- attracted to someone? Like girls don't like nice wargs; they go for the jock wargs. The yeah, cool Valyrian sword. <laughs> the jock wargs that do parkour. <laughs> that's what they're into. And a nice yeah. warg like me, who oh, just man. tries to murder all the time. 
Man, I, <laughs> I went and saw The Revenant last night, and mm-hmm. there was so many opportunities. I was like, where is the parkour? Where is the Jon Snow parkour? Because it's, it's just... I mean, I don't want to. I'm not going to spoil the movie, but it's just Leonardo DiCaprio running over icy hills for three hours. Um, there was one. There was one part where all I could think about was the scene in East Ventura when the second one when yeah. he crawls out the rhino. The rhino. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And I was like, I, yeah, he better win some award for that <laughs> for this East Ventura homage. Yeah. A, a great homage to the late great Jim Carrey. <laughs> Rest his soul. Well, guys, I can still... Ex- oh, to God rest his soul. Yeah. Died in, like, 2011, I think. <laughs> Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> Jimothy Carey. And another another quick shout-out to The Revenant in, in, like, showing me that you can use, a, like, the visual medium to show cold. Mm-hmm. Because the whole movie is just, like, people shouting fuck and, like, putting their frostbitten fingers into fire. Yeah, or, like, and- breathing on them very hard. Because, like, at the wall, it doesn't seem cool. They seem perfectly fine. Slap a blue filter on everything. Because, like, that should do it. Yeah, because they're just hanging out by the aggro crag. Yeah. They're literally just... It, the, the, Revenant, the Revenant, they actually went on location to, like, 1872. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, wow, it's really cold back then. <laughs> they don't have cool gloves like now. Yeah. Just get half-finger gloves and get frostbite all the time. They had to write P- President Benjamin Harrison to get yeah. the film. <laughs> uh, Salsa Starch, she said. Yeah, she's, I'm stupid and helpless, and this is my character. And Marge is like, well, you're gonna ha- I'm going to have a perfect king baby, <laughs> and it's going to be great, and he's never going to cry in department stores. Yeah, and- or on the train, or in public anywhere. Or on a on a plane, or with a fox, or <laughs> heard a fox. Of, yeah. And Sansa realizes that she and Tyrion will have to make some heirs, and Marge is like, "Well, you know, some people grow old without getting to fuck Tyrion, so <laughs> count your blessings." You know, she's like, "Some people like guys who don't look bad," and Sansa's like, "Yeah, but he's short." Yeah, him. And okay, let's let's not pretend that Peter Dinklage isn't like attractive yeah he's not like gross i think marjorie even says that this is just george like poking at all the show stuff because in the books it's like he looks like a shit monster and he has no nose and he has half an eye and his hair is gross he looks like grimer (laughs) he does but marjorie's like he's he's not that bad like he even has a cool scar like that's pretty cool like natalie dormer would still be pretty if she were four feet tall (laughs) yeah she would look more like Lola Bunny, but... If, as, as if that's a problem. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah, Space that Jam. Would, that would suck. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't know what furries were back then. How do you spell DeviantArt? Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was imagining Michael Jordan with bunny ears. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> and then okay. what happens... She's like, oh, you, yes, you smart woman. My mother told me all about fucking. Yeah, did your mom teach you how to fuck, Marjorie? <laughs> I'm seven. <laughs> She's like, yes, my sweet yes. summer child. My sweet mother, away. Allery Hightower, who never shows up in the show. <laughs> um, what happens next? Some sweet Taisha references that George oh. is dropping. Yeah. With, yeah, Tyrion's talking with Bronn about... Like, this um, scene, just the way they're set up here, is like how I imagine us to be recording this. 
Like, okay. you're, you're Braun, just, like, kicked up and eating sweets, and I'm Tyrion, just like, oh my god. Just Epicurean like, as fuck. Oh, fuck. Like, I can't believe this situation I'm in. <laughs> How do I yeah. get out of it? <laughs> and I'm just like, evil notions come free. <laughs> no, I don't want to fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, come on, you know you want to fuck Lola Bunny. Uh, I uh, well, I can't. I'm not gonna say I haven't. It hasn't crossed my mind. <laughs> no. Well, it's biological. Yeah, it's just it's just natural. Like you just see like a, like a sexy rabbit, and you're like, oh, what? Ugh. Yeah. I could do a pretty good Bugs Bunny impression, but that's not, that's not that's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh. Now I'm thinking of Marvin Martian fucking, and it's making. <laughs> I was like, "What would be the worst character in the Looney Tunes to watch fuck?" And I think it would be Marvin the Martian. I, I was thinking oh, of. Yeah. <laughs> I was I thinking. <laughs> I was trying to think of Marvin the Martian's voice, but for some reason, I was thinking of Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. Oh my goodness. Oh dear God! My seed. Oh, <laughs> what is the show about? Oh my God! I'm not okay. I was gonna. Kim was, was talking about Marvin the Martian fucking rainbow yeah. connection joke, <laughs> but about to come. But nope, not gonna do it. <laughs> uh, scene's over. Done. Tyrion, you're out of here. Next, yeah. what happens? Joffrey. Yeah, Tyler uh, walks into the Red Keep, and it looks like he has his own pyro. <laughs> Coming to the ring, like from Castor like Rock. Sandman is playing. It's amazing. <laughs> it, it was weird um, to see Littlefinger here not fucking the throne. Yeah, I, I guess they take shifts, right? Yeah. Of like, like at nighttime, Littlefinger's like, "I'll watch the chair," and then whenever Joffrey comes to sit by himself alone, yeah, in his like shitty, relaxed but also being an asshole position. Yeah, like, oh man, his back's gotta be so fucked up. When he gets older, like, he's gonna have... I, I think there was something that it was, like... There was some interview. He was like, why do you sit on the chair like that? Is it to, like, portray his character? He's like, no, that's actually the only comfortable way to sit on that shitty chair. <laughs> so that's how I do it. That's awesome. Yeah. And... So, Joffrey's like, I'm not gonna come to the small council meeting because, like, stairs... <laughs> Mm-hmm. So Tywin like starts doing Pilates and suicides up and down the steps in front of Joffrey, which I thought was a really cool decision. Yeah, like I'm an old man, and I'm doing suicides up and down these stairs. Tywin's like a true king can run the forty in four seconds. <laughs> Just watch. This horse is doing Tybo in the background. <laughs> And what happens, Joffrey's just being, he's like, why don't I know things? And Tywin's like, like, what about fucking, like, the dragon lady who we deposed a little no, like, oh, over don't, the narrow sea, which is, don't, by don't definition, worry. small. Don't worry about it. it they're just, Dragons no. are lizards. They can't grow bigger than a shoebox, you idiot. Like, yeah, all the dragons are dead. Come on. Yeah, all, You're great. Like, this room used to have all kinds of baby dragon skulls in them. And Robert killed the them. giant ones that are the size of a house downstairs. But no, these are all of the all of them. Yeah, these little baby ones that you can wear like a helm. Yeah, it's it's fine. Just just little curiosities. What could go wrong, dragons? Your grace. Oh man, that your your grace was such a mic drop. <laughs> it was just like so. Anyways, fuck you. And then he walks out. And he's like, he walks down like the three steps very slowly. Like yes. 
I'm yeah. Tywin. It's full lunges. <laughs> um, before we saw, me and Kim saw The Revenant, there was uh, an ad. That's what they're called, right? Ads before the movie for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh my god! Like, and Ty- and Tywin is in it. Is he really? Yeah. Is he? Is he Mr. Darcy? I I, I wish, but no, unfortunately. I, the thing, the stupid thing about this show is now anytime I see someone from it, I'm not like, ah, that's what's his name, Charles Dance. Yeah. I'm not like, ah, Charles Dance from Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, it's Tywin. Yeah. Like Tywin's in this. Cool. Like when I saw like Rob Stark in the Cinderella trailer, mm-hmm. I was like, hey. What's he doing know, here? I didn't know Cinderella was Jane Westerling. That's new. yeah, weird. Nice. It's, I guess it's nice that they're making that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we cut to Daenerys, who's on a hill looking at like a flat matte painting of mountains it, and a city. It's, it's like truly like the Emerald City in Wizard of Oz. It's, <laughs> it's bad because like they had to do that cool ass dragon scene for thirty minutes later on in the episode. So mm-hmm. I guess they were just like, we can't. We can't act. We can't make a fake place. Yeah, and they're looking at this painting, and she's like, "Does this painting have slaves?" And Jorah's like, "Yes." She's like, "Then we will free them all." And him and Barry are just like, "Oh fuck again." Yeah, like not this shit. So Grey Worm is like, he goes to tell the Yunkish that they can stop slavery or die, and then thirty seconds later, a horse comes back with Grey Worm's head on it. Mm -hmm. So weird. Another strange change from the books. Yeah, which was in yeah, Grey Worm is still alive in the books, but yeah. <laughs> they killed him and they you know, took his eyebrows right off. Mm. But th- then this guy comes immediately with his whole like troop. Yeah, which of like carriers. Know, your o- know your audience, my dude. Yeah. And ever since like I always knew in scenes where it's like here's an army of a million people, like I knew there obviously weren't that many people. But yeah. then one day I watched, like, here's how this scene is made. And it's basically just 20 guys copied and pasted. Yeah, it's the it's the Willy Won- it's the Oompa Loompa from the Willy Wonka movie. That came, the new one that came yeah. out 10 years ago. So so now whenever I see a bunch of soldiers, I'm like, there's only, like, four of them. Like, yeah. I can't not think about it now. Yeah, me too. Like, all the ones, if you look, there's, like, a line of them. There's, like, 20 that are probably real. And then they're just, like, scattered across the cliffs. And I'm like, yeah. all those guys are fake. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then this guy, Res, Resmo... Resdalmo Eras, which I had to look up. Resdakmo Resnak. When does he show up? Yeah, Resdakmo Resnak. He's my favorite Resnak. (laughs) (laughs) But... Mo Resnakmo problems. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Uh, This is the scene where Danny does the Jim Halpert face at the camera, which (laughs) I... Is my this is like we were like this is the sack of Astapor is her last good scene, but just because she looks directly at the camera, it's my favorite. Yeah, uh, and this scene basically exactly happens in like the Telltale Game of Thrones game, yeah. in which you're given like the illusion of choice, mm. and Daenerys is still an asshole for no reason because oh, like man. the guy you play as, you're you're in like this area, whatever yeah. it's called, like the Yunkai like. Astapor Boulevard. Yeah. And you're like going through a cave and like the dragon's there and then you like escape from it, but you get its like claw or tooth or something. Mm. And then you go to Daenerys and you're like, hey, your like dragon attacked me. And she's like, prove it. So you should like here's his claw, and then she goes like, My dragon would never attack anyone. <laughs> Not my special boy. Which is like everything that happens in this scene. Yeah. He's like 
like, look, we have slavery, but this is like our city, and you don't know the culture, and you're not from here. He's like, look, take whatever you want. Take boats. Like, we'll give you boats. We'll give you gold. Just million gold, unlimited ships. Just please, like, leave us. We don't want to fight. Just please take this and go. And she's like, no, I'm going to kill you. Also, I'm taking your gold. Yeah. Like, what? No! There, this <laughs> Also, as if the Telltale games, they give you the illusion of choice. Yeah. Like, ugh. I just, I love her power move of, in the middle of negotiations, she mm-hmm. just starts throwing meat at his face. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine... Like going to Tywin and you're a flea bottom peasant and you're like begging for food, like begging for scraps, and he's just like, hmm, well, let me consider that while he's just like flinging cranberry sauce from his plate onto you. And <laughs> she's basically being like a subtle Joffrey. Yeah. Like Joffrey would be like cranking his crossbow, be like, oh, so you won't do the thing I want. Oh, and she's just like, she's just like juggling T bone steaks. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, also, I'm taking your gold. And like, I, I, like, I get that it's, like, an honestly weighty decision that I can appreciate. Like, you can get a million gold and unlimited ships and go to Westeros now, but you'll upkeep the slavery in Slaver's Bay. That's, like, actually, like, my note is just, ah, because he, I wanted to go to Westeros, but... Yeah, like... I get I, 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 I guess the thing is to establish, like, I fight for good, but also I kill everyone. But, yeah. <laughs> like, how is she supposed to rule here and Westeros? Like yeah, if she does conquer here and moves on, like what? What's the what's the goal? Yeah, and they're like, we're gonna die if we like fight everyone. We're not Roman Reigns. We can't fight everyone. We can't. Yeah, can't we'll knock them down and punch them up. Knock That's them what Roman Reigns says. Get knocked down. When's the Royal Rumble? Uh, next Sunday. Oh, have fun. Yeah, I'm gonna die. <laughs> All right. You you so. missed you uh it. Also deleted last week was our, like, 15 to 20 minute wrestling discussion in which we both just went, for, like, the whole the whole time. Yeah, it was my first uh, on-mic vomit that I've ever done. We just groaned and said the names of wrestling moves. <laughs> so I was like, eh, high fly flow. <laughs> Sit down, power bomb. <laughs> if you like more of that content, uh, please let us know. Yeah. And we'll fart and say the names of wrestling moves. Yeah, if you'd like us to say the name of a thing and fart... <laughs> Right in to uh, postgot at gmail.com. So anyways, Danny is like, what happens to things that don't bend? Which is like another supposed to be cool Danny line, but like also things that don't bend are just like persevering. Yeah, like perfect. Like, like another, yes, break, great yes, condition. But like, like the unbendable girder and well, actually he does bend that. He bends like, it. He bends spoilers. It, yeah. he, I mean, he's bender. Yeah. So I mean, if he can't do it. But yeah, it's just all these Danny lines are just like so close to being good, but then it they just don't quite. Mm, it's not quite there. I I think it just was because I dislike the character <laughs> that yeah. I can't enjoy it. Because there's one part where he's like, like the dragons are like screaming for no reason, and the guy's like, "You told me I'd be protected," and she's like, "But my dragons didn't." Yeah, they like, didn't sign a contract. At it's, all. it's basically the thing of like, I'm not touching you, and you have your finger like right in front of someone's eyeball. Yeah. Like, that's what she was doing this entire scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's supposed to be, like, strong leader, but also she's, like, a little kid. Yeah. Which I guess is true. Kind it's, of. In the books. 
I mean, and it's like it's better in the books because it's like very clearly a facade, mm-hmm. and like she's still like very, you know, she's a little girl who has been through a shitload. Knows not of the ways of war. Uh-huh. And I mean, it's still not you know my favorite character, but it's it's more compelling and less like how is she going to act today? Let's find out. No, let's spin the Daenerys wheel yeah. and see. Uh... Let's break the Daenerys wheel. Yeah, Daenerys. Happy. Stormborn. Stormborn, yes. They're all just nicknames on a wheel. <laughs> I will break them up. Oh, yeah. We we talked about that episode on here, right? I, I fucking hope so. I don't want to talk about that shit again. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait until we get into season six. God, I fucking... I just got, um, somebody sent us, somebody sent me an anonymous message that was like, hey, I'm 1.5 episodes through P-God, and like, uh-huh. I'm all, like, my acne is already cleared up and everything, but like, yeah. I don't remember shit about, like, yeah. the first 25 episodes. Yeah, the early days. If it happened, like, in 2015, I don't remember it. it basically didn't happen. I remember there was one episode we talked about Brendan Fraser, and everything else is a blur. Yeah. And I was gonna, because I had some fresh Brendan Fraser goose for this episode, and I was like, well, we already talked about that. Did you watch watch The Mummy recently? No, but when Tywin walks into the Red Keep, there's an exact, there's like, there's a part at the very beginning of The Mummy ride where there's like fire shooting up on both sides of you, but I didn't want to reference a ride. Mm. Because that's a, like, as much as I'm like... That's too deep of a cut for even our most (laughs) dedicated viewers. If anybody in the Orlando area is listening and has a universal fast pass, they would Mm. fucking love that goof. But (laughs) aside from that... So, yeah, Daenerys has dragons, and then Tyrion is talking to Shay. Like, I need to get married. And she's like, fuck, no you don't. Yeah. Anyways, here's uh, some foreshadowing chains. Yeah, change, uh, I'll give you a nice house and golden babies. And this is so good. <laughs> T- like, it's so George putting their characters back to right because Tyrion thinks that Shay would be down with just like burying his kids and getting some cash to raise their kids alone while he like fucks his royal wife in mm-hmm. like the royal red keep. Like, and she's like, like, no. She she's like, I'll, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's a little bit like he's talking to a dog in like, it's kind of like the very sad scene in Airbud where he tries to get Airbud to run away and he's like, can't you see I don't want you anymore? Mm-hmm. Let's get out. Like, I'll buy you, I'll buy you a home in the city. And, and you'll have gold and dresses and kids. You'll have guards and you, a big bowl with all the food you need. <laughs> and then, and then Che barks. It's really weird. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was a weird. You, but, uh, there's homages and then there's like, you know, just plagiarism. Yeah. And that's what this scene was. Like, it might be me projecting that like Shay just happens to be so much more in character when George is writing it. Mm-hmm. But like this scene was, it made sense because like the way in the show she's usually read as like being genuinely hurt because she loves Tyrion. But it also makes sense if she's just angry because she's like losing her gig. And, yeah. Like, Tyrion's gonna get fuck fuck somewhere else. Yeah, so, like it's it's ambiguous. Like she's losing her position. And yeah, like and yeah, it's super ambiguous. And like it's, I mean, it, you could, it's. I mean, to me, it was pretty evident in the books that she was, you know, doing her job. Like Tyrion asked. Yeah. But, it, yeah, like he liked her a lot more than she was into him. She was like, just kind show, of like along for the ride. Yeah, like they added the thing where like Shay is made into more of like a a good person and like i'm gonna stab anyone who's mean to sansa mm-hmm. and you know Ching. 
don't tell anyone about Sansa's period, I'll kill you. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Like, the best... Not, like, you You can't know the battle plans. Like, our strategy. Like, if you say mention a word of this purd, <laughs> you're, you're fucking done for. Fucking donezo, buddy. So, uh, Melisandre and Gendry are sailing past the Red Keep, and Mel is like, do you miss your dad's house? <laughs> He's like, I don't... I don't know dad. what that is. Your dad ha- your dad's house. He your lived dad. there in the castle. And he's like, my dad was a cook? Like, Joffrey's my dad? <laughs> my dad must be a guard, right? Do you know why... Do you ever wonder why you're such a good, strong fighter with black hair and a big war hammer? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like Joffrey. Yeah. Jo- Joffrey's my dad? I heard he did great things in the Blackwater. I heard he the, was very heroic. The Kingslayer? Yeah. I, I, I learned about him fighting. That's why I'm strong. Tabo Mott, no, that was the that was the Smith I was working under. No, um, he just, he's just going down. The, he's like, Papa uh, was the cook. He, he's like Osmond Kettleblack. Is that <laughs> why I have black hair? Well, I know. I yeah. Know. She's like, your dad. Your dad is the late Robert Baratheon. End scene. Yeah. <laughs> man, man, it, it, I mean, not to be too not obtuse about where the storyline is going, but it really seems like Gendry's being, like, built up for a super good and exciting and big arc. Yeah, it sure does. Like, at this point, I'd be like, Gendry's, like, one of my favorite characters. This is it. I hope like, like, wow, this Gendry good. stuff is really interesting. Yeah. I can't wait to see where it goes on a tiny boat. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, Arya is Arya's mad. Like, is like she saw the Star Wars movie and she drops that hot traitor meme. Yeah, and then she's weird. She takes needle out and starts like swinging it. Yeah, she it. spins needle around, which is weird. Like she's she, a color guard. Yeah, and then she says like, "My God is death." Yeah, like she just learned about hot topic yesterday. Yeah, like wow. <laughs> I'm goth now, Beric Dondarrion. <laughs> Beric Dondarrion is like a very suburban dad in this scene. Yeah, basically. He's like, the red god helps us and tells us what to do. She's like, my god is death. And he's it's just like... one hour every Sunday. The red... We just go, <laughs> go to church with me. Well, the red god. And then it'll make your mom very happy. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you noticed this, but Beric, he didn't look that bad. But Thoros looked like shit. Oh, yeah. Thoros, like... <laughs> like, I think Rickard Karstark worked into him. He's like... <laughs> The lighting didn't help because he was in like the dark part of like wherever the flames yeah. casted, with his bald ass like scabbed head. Yeah, he sucks. He looked terrible, but he didn't have any lines. He he was trying to hide it. Yeah, there is no escape from this nightmare. Like we talked, we talked about it last in like the lost episode. How like Arya like it make it would make more sense that she was. I mean, it, it does make sense that she's upset, but it, it's like less evil than she thinks it is that they are like taking not bribes but like taking rewards yeah they didn't like spoils from enemies and stuff they didn't sell him like he's a slave now like they're like we need this to survive if it was like the 700 club where it's like me need money because god then like, yeah okay, yeah yeah but, they're like we are basically like outlaw criminals like, they do live in a <laughs> cave <Okay>. yeah <laughs> and we need lots of money and uh yep See you later, buddy. Sorry, but... Yeah, and then she deuces, because they want to go beat up some Lannisters first. Uh, but, but then but, one of the trees that throws apples from the Wizard of Oz grabs her. Grabs her, yeah. And it's weird, like, who could it be? 
this tree has like a weird burned head. Yeah. It's like, don't scream, little bird. And I was like, oh, well. Uh. Did the tree say that? I guess okay. trees do have little birds on them. True, true. Trees are very familiar with little birds. Yes. <laughs> you could, one could say that and yeah. be correct. Uh, Brienne is still here in that yeah. shitty dress. She's pretty but sad. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what happens? Jamie comes in. Yeah, Jamie's like, hey, um, I'm leaving tomorrow. And uh, you're not. But I, hey, I, I owe you one. So, like, if you want me to, like, king slay you out of here or something. Mm-hmm. But Brienne is like, uh, I believe the, the literary term is a cinnamon roll too good for this world. Mm-hmm. Cause she was like, hey, just like, don't break your fucking oath to cat and we're good and I'll just spend the rest of my life in this nightmare ghost palace <laughs> forever. Bye. I usually, I don't talk about like, oh, the cinematography because I don't know shit about that. Yeah. But if you notice, um, whenever Brienne is in a scene, the way it's shot is that so you can never see she's taller than someone. Oh, that's so true. Because she probably is. But the way they shoot it is that you never see them like standing next to each other. Yeah, that's really weird. Like, I, th- I feel like the only person I've ever seen her stand next to is Pod, who was just like... And that was clearly like, I'm bigger and stronger yeah. than you. Yeah, you know? That's Because her height is such a big deal. That's so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's really weird, but very true. Mm-hmm. It was like, and I just like couldn't stop thinking about it, because it was like, he says something, and the camera cuts to him. And then she says something, and it's just her. Yeah. You know? I you don't know. Get a shot of her standing next to the bear. I know! <laughs> Uh, Kyburn helps Jamie pack his horse because um, he wants uh, to clean back. I don't know if if you notice this here. Uh, when Jamie's leaving, mm-hmm. he says to Bruce Bolton, he says, uh, "When you get to Rob's wedding or the wedding that Rob will be at, say, tell them the Lannisters send their the regards. Lannisters. The Lannisters send All their regards. Us. Yeah. So Bruce shows up a couple episodes later, and he's like, so uh, Tywin and Cersei and <laughs> Jamie.'" And um, Joffrey, technically, mm-hmm. um, and Tom and Marcella, they all say, "Hey, yep. and uh, good war so far." Da, 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 da. That's it's the a great of time. Cast. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> the reigns of cast. <laughs> um, so yeah, Locke waves his horrible dick around a little bit as Jamie rides away, having finally learned how to ride a horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's not falling off into like shit mud. Yeah, or like garbage crap, or any of that stuff. Yeah, no shit mud, no garbage crap. The two uh, types of dirt in Westeros. Yeah. And then we finally get to the worst thing ever. The worst. The absolute... There was... There was uh, the scene with Mel and Gendry, the first shot is them, is like an overhead shot of a boat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh cool, a Theon scene. Because I had just totally forgotten where Theon was at this point. For the entire season like, of getting probably, his legs destroyed. Greyjoys love their boats. That's He's probably on yeah. that. So these the, these pretty ladies come in and we're like we're gonna do a fucky on you and he's like no he's like, no, fucking, no this is stupid and a trick I'm not please but then one of them like looks at his dick and he's just like no like <laughs> my one weakness is yeah. dry humping please yeah. God yeah oh no anything but that he's like no this is a trip a trap a trap trick and then they look at his dick and he's like okay I'll go along with it yeah and and. His castration is implied in the books, but since George wrote this episode, I guess it's pretty much canon. Yeah. He's in the books. It's like, and he hurt him down there, or yeah, something like, like that. He wasn't a man anymore. Yeah. Cause but if it was me, I, I, I guess the point of this was to get him like nice and ready for it. 
but if it was me, as soon as, like, the nice boy walked in, like, I would poop my own dick out. Like, it would, <laughs> it would, like, like, I would lose, <laughs> I would lose it so quick, like. He's <laughs> handsome. Oh, not with the mean things he's been doing. Yeah, so fingernails and, like, fingies and... Yeah, I, yeah, okay. But yeah, he blows his horn before Theon could blow his, his horn. horn. The yeah. horn that, like, wakes the dragons. I was, like, trying to write jokes for the scene, and I was like, this doesn't feel right. This is just... And then, like, two, like, faceless... I was gonna say faceless men, but yeah, I... I weird old men. I meant that they're just, like, nobodies. Yeah. They were like, who are the grossest guys on set? Like, who looks the most like they would aid in a forced castration? Yeah, now that we killed the actor that played Rickard Karstark, who else is <laughs> ugly and horrible looking? You two. You, you ha- you're extras. Come here. Well, you know that, like, sexuality in Westeros is like, some people like pretty young ladies, and some people like horrible old men. So maybe Ramsay was just, like, trying to figure, like, in case Theon didn't get a boner with the young ladies. He had his backups. He maybe he was, you know. <laughs> the guy's just up, he's like, do you like this, my lord? We've heard about you, Lord Theon. Yeah, because like they're they're bears, and the ladies are the maiden fair, which is why the episode is. Called that's that's why the that's why the episode. Theon yeah. gets his choice or whatever his his deal is. Yeah, they were going to call it the bear or the the maiden the yeah. maiden's fair. Theon's choice, the but bear G- or the maiden fair. But George, this is George's episode. He's like, that's not what the song's called in the book. So he had to. <laughs> He had to do his... George was like, hey, could we do the entire, like, 52 minutes of this episode and just have, like, people getting louder singing the song over every scene so we can't hear any dialogue? That sure is how the entire third book is written. (laughs) And, yeah, he gets... And if you see the... This is, like, the worst knife. Like... (laughs) It's not even a good knife. Like, it, it's designed for everything. Like, it's half, half of it is, like, regular, then it's serrated, then it has, like, a hook at the end. Yeah, it's like a one-blade Swiss Army knife. Yeah, it's, it's a Swiss Army knife of only knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that scene sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but at least they didn't, like, show it happen. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of remembered it being more graphic than it was so I guess I just invented that. I must have been thinking of all the other shit of like, I'm peeling your finger skin off. Yeah, because we do see like, some extreme stump close-ups. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean phallic, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, John is talking to the lady. They're doing like, the opening scene of the Hunger Games every movie where it's like, I am a boy and I'm a girl and we're shooting an animal. Uh-huh. You'll never hit it. Uh, yes, I am. I'm a strong girl. Yeah, I'm strong. It's me, a strong girl. Uh-huh. And then Egret sees a windmill and loses her shit. <laughs> She's like, is is that the <laughs> fucking Taj Mahal? What is you, that? I didn't know I didn't know you had mechas south of the wall. <laughs> like, can you pilot it? I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> it runs on wind. She fuck. She just climbed the wall, which is the tallest thing in the goddamn universe. And she's but like, somehow this windmill is like build a two story house, John. That doesn't make sense. Okay, would they get okay. There? Maybe you can build a big house, but can you put a fan on it? No. What the fuck then, do you do here? I don't like. Eager just. I don't like. What is? I don't know what's up with her at this point because then she's like, "What is fainting?" But then she does a fainting impression. Hmm. 
like, then she says, what did she say? You're a wildling. And he says, no. Right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Basically, she's like, you're my man husband. And he's like, the wildlings will lose. Oh my god. He's like, they're doing like... John finally got, like, level one in banter, and he's like, I wish you were wearing a dress so I could tear it off of, of you. Mm-hmm. But Egret is just, like, fucking annihilating him just by doing John impressions. Like, I yeah. like dresses and women. I'm John. Oh, I'm John Snow. And then, so then, like, they're having, like, a cute moment, and then John's like, hey, you're all gonna fucking die. Yes! Like, not even she's... Right now, you're gonna... This is your last sunset. You'd better fucking enjoy it. <laughs> you better savor these last moments, idiot. She's like, she pulls him in, and she's like... We're gonna fucking die and soon, you idiot. And then she give, play, gives him a big smackaroo. Yeah. And then you can see... It's like, woohoo! And then they're like, we'll live. We'll live first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bran. Remember this guy? Yeah. Jojen's there like, I can't tell him what the dreams mean. Like, Jojen, why not? Did you notice that, like, at the beginning when Osha was, like, doing her complaining thing, he was just, like, explaining the topography of Greywater Watch, and, like, George so wrote this episode. Mm-hmm. So he was like, and my father, Howland Reed, who lives in a moving castle. And, like, yeah. And then there's a... Did you notice that Rickon is fucking dead in this scene? Yeah. <laughs> like, he just, he just died of dysentery halfway through. And no one cares. He mentioned, like, Hodor is just, like, digging a shallow grave for him in the background. <laughs> as they go about their oh magic dreams, yeah. Like, and isn't isn't Osha? She's like, it's a black magic. I tell you, like you're yeah. from, like you know people who do this shit, right? Yeah. Like this is the first time you heard of a warg or whatever. Yeah, fucking. Just because Bran doesn't seize when he does it, like doesn't mean that he's just like a bad influenced teen hanging out outside the mall, like smoking <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah. Like, I'm going to teach Bran how to do kickflips. Like, <laughs> like, hell you won't. <laughs> and she's like, we can't go past the wall because I fucked a guy named Bruni. He, she sure did. And he came <laughs> and, back as a spooky ghost. And I regret that every day of my life. <laughs> also because he was he, he was white, but yeah. mostly because Bruni. Mostly because his birth name was Bruni. He said his name was, like, Cassius, but then after he died, I saw his death certificate, and it said Bruni, and, like... His, his full name was Bruni Little Boy, and <laughs> and I couldn't handle that, so I, I ran away. What kind of name is Bruni? Yikes. Sorry it, if there's anybody named Bruni listening to this. I mean, no, Bruni is a fine name, but not for, like, a Never wildling a wild, warrior. A wildling fuck monster. Yeah, like, you could be anything. You could be, like... My like, son is also named Bruni. <laughs> you could be like Grabus the Mountain Fucker. <laughs> but like in this created world he's Bruni. Well, he did like die a shitty death. Yeah. So he maybe he wasn't supposed to be like a cool guy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we talked about Bruni far too much. Yeah, fuck Bruni. Um it's 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 nice to know that, like, last episode we talked about how Osha and Mira are just kind of made to argue because, like, women can't be friends and, like, we have to create conflict in this arc, so let's make the women not get along. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to know that she's not, like, George is like, no, let's give her, like, a reason to be, like, argumentative and upset. Yeah. Rather than just, like, I am jealous because Mira wants to Wait, be Rand's new mom. We want, but, but she's, she's a woman. I know. It's, and you want to give her a, a reason? To yeah. act that way? It's 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 just like the boys. It's very progressive storytelling. Oof. 
I don't know if we can get this by the uh, network heads, but yeah, like, well, is there? You can. All right, listen. He just does one episode. We can take everything back we'll next give, week. We'll give Grandpa one episode, just ten uh-huh. percent of it. Okay, we'll George. Everything. Sure, the woman has motivations. Okay, you know, buddy. The next, scene with, the next episode can just open with Ned waking up and being like, "That was a weird dream." Yeah. And then <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right, I like where this is going. Keep the viewers on their toes. Uh, Jamie. Extreme is, stump close-up. Extreme stump close-up. It, 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 I mean, for having no technology or intelligence, like, it looks pretty good. Yeah. I mean, for a guy who's like, I do experiments on people, like, it could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the Sapphire Gambit has been called. Yeah. And, like, Kyburn gives his fucking, like, spiel about how... I just love the human spirit of curiosity so much. And it's like, invent the telescope then. Yeah. So like, so I vivisected dying people against their will. Like, no, that's not the humans. Like, go see the fucking Martian. <laughs> Fuck you. That's not what a curiosity is. And he says to Jamie, like, how many lives have you saved? Like, this guy kills everyone. Yeah. And Jamie's like, I saved the entire population of king's landing why doesn't he tell everybody about what he did why can he only tell yeah. one person at a time when asked it's like um have you have you played the you haven't played the persona games right uh, i have not okay well he you have to get to social link eight at least with jamie before he tells you persona? um you can probably name your character mario oh. If there's if there's not the royal Mario, then I don't think I've played it. Yeah, but Quiburn he just met Jamie, so their social link is still like a very low level. Oh, so that's okay. why he, you have to unlock that special cutscene, and, and, like, and at the um like noodle bar, like then then he'll tell you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, then, and then you can romance him. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for season four when that happens. <laughs> um, so I like I figured it was a big deal of like why didn't jamie tell people about like how he saved the fucking kingdom but he just seems like he doesn't want to yeah and like so i I googled like why doesn't jamie and the only thing that came up in the suggestions was want milk of the poppy um (laughs) also a question we had so you can't say that it's not you know yeah like why limiting narrative like that's the only reason that possibly because but, like, uh, there, it's still kind of not entirely clear why he wouldn't, like, part of it was, like, that he didn't think that anybody would believe him, like, maybe he didn't, like, want people to know that he cared what they thought about him, mm-hmm. and, like, or maybe, that you know, like, people are already setting their beliefs, like, they're not gonna, like, believe that, like, I'm actually a good guy, guys like me now, but, I don't know, I would still be like, hey, stop, That's being, pretty stop crazy. being mean to me. Yeah. I did a nice boy activity. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "No, we gotta, we gotta save Brienne." He tells a guy about his dad, as he is wont to do, and then they they go back in the Baron of Main Fair. Yeah, um, he, Jamie. Uh, so yeah, Jamie's like, "I forgot something," and, <laughs> and he never says what. Yeah, the guy who is Steel Shanks apparently. Uh-huh. Uh, he was like, "We're not fucking going. I have orders." And Jamie shows that he's learned the lesson about overplaying his position by doing that exact thing. Yeah, and the guy's like, okay. Yeah. Bluff, check. Like, Jamie just rolls a 20. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck, all right. Hey, well, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked, I researched this, and the uh, bear 
in this scene Did you is get his name? Bart the Bear too. <laughs> He's just like Bart. <laughs> just like Bart. <laughs> Toe to tip, this was a Bart. Two new Bartmen elected, and one's the bear. <laughs> but uh, the I don't know if the bear in the Revenant was real, but that know. that bear could fucking destroy this oh, one. Oh, this bear sucked. This bear couldn't do anything. But it also didn't have to like protect it, its young or whatever. And also, Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't there. Yeah. If like if I was a bear, and I saw like Leo, I'd be like, okay, I can take him. Yeah, like, but if I saw Brienne in a dress with a sword, I'd be like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is like, too much for me. She's clearly been through some shit. Like, I yeah. But yeah, this bear didn't German suplex her once, like it happened in The Revenant. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to spoil it, but, like, the, the bear kills Leonardo DiCaprio I don't, with I, a diving elbow off the top. I don't mean to, yeah, I don't want to spoil The um the Revenant, but when the bear gets him up for a razor's edge, oh, like, God, yeah. like, yeah, that was, that was intense. Yeah, it was... It was weird that, like, the bear cubs had, had like, handwritten signs and popcorn. Uh-huh. Or, like, go mom bear, but I don't know. My only complaint is that when the bear pinned him, uh, the bear mother did not hook the leg. Like, it, I thought fundamentals. it was cute, though, that they had a zebra come up to be the referee because he was wearing yeah. stripes. That was cute. That was good. That was, yeah. Yeah. Slow count, though. Slow count from that zebra. Yeah, I, probably because of the hooves. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was cold, too, probably. Yeah, it's chilly. Not good for hooves. <laughs> uh, they escape. Yeah, they sh- she shoots the bear and they get out. Because Brienne is tall when it's needed and she's tall enough to get out of there. And I'm really surprised that George didn't shoehorn like the big I dreamed of you line in here. Because that's like a huge like thematic thing. Of mm-hmm. like Jamie having the weirwood dream. And like about like him and Brienne being like kink shamed by all of his family and everything this is th- that's how they got him again he did put that in and they were like george we told you about the budget <laughs> and he's like oh oh yeah no, i want to have a dream where like a, i need like jamie's face next to a tree and that's all um uh, ugh, oof. Ooh, well, we really got gotta keep it okay did you, did you see the bear pit we, mm. look we had it we got a real bear we hired little bart and you know that you know the little birds. You know that he he doesn't come cheap. Listen, Bart on Bart the Bear 2's Wikipedia page, it even says something like Bart was praised for his performance in Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Just like Bart. Just like Bart. Uh, so that's the end of this episode. Yeah, good episode. Yeah. Like even though nothing happened really. <laughs> George wrote it, so it was yeah. nice to see people talking. It, it felt like table setting. Like, there was a lot of stuff where I was like, oh, that'll be interesting in a couple episodes, but it, I nothing that I want to, like, project. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we're... This is episode seven. Yeah. We're, we're in it. We're powering on through. Yeah. Next episode, nothing. And then episode nine, when nothing ever happens either, so... Not much to look forward to. Yep. <laughs> Everything will be boring and bad just as we thought yep Word why of the week? are you listening to this podcast <laughs> we hate it and nothing happens that's our new theme song um, alright I'm gonna get that as the new intro oh christ music work of the week 
This is a Serio Pharrell update. Oh, oh, Kim, Kim. War of the week, war of the week. War of the week. Serio Pharrell update. War of the week. Serio Pharrell edition. All right, so. To recap Sirio's whereabouts... He's everywhere at once, and he's like a piece of shit in the sewer, and he's a boat. Well, we're working with the expanded universe timeline, where there are multiple, like... There's like okay. a Miles Morales, Sirio Pharrell... Uh, there's always a Sirio, there's always, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. so we're going off the timeline where he was killed by Marin Trant in a fight with a wooden sword. Mm-hmm. So he works into Ned. Mm-hmm. So Ned beefs it, Ned works into a pigeon. Mm-hmm. And this is Sirio as Ned. So Sirio is in the pigeon. Mm-hmm. So like when the pigeon was done doing what it was doing in King's Landing, obviously the pigeon's gonna go back to the woods where any, de- where like you could insert any degree of food chain tomfoolery. Anything can kill a pigeon. Pigeons suck. So, so a bunch of things killed a pigeon, which eventually led to Sirio becoming the bear that we see in Heron Hall. Okay. This makes sense because Heron Hall is where Arya spent so much time. So surely word must have been transmitted to faceless men like Sirio that, like, Jacken has Arya there. Mm-hmm. So, um, Sirio is in Heron Hall, or Baron Hall, as we can call it, mm-hmm. for this, um, Jorig, or, uh, Jora, that's weird. J- uh, George gives us a nod by introducing the same wooden sword that Arya and Sirio spar with in, like, the big fight with Brienne. Like, she's holding the exact same wooden sword that Sirio used in season one. Mm-hmm. Also, this bear is bipedal as hell. He mm-hmm. stands up a lot more than a normal bear would. It's like full bear in the big blue house most of this fight. And like, it's, it's very, it's anthropomorphic almost. Mm-hmm. To the point where you're like, there's gotta be a person in there. That's a person walk. Yeah, that, de- yeah. I can see it. He's, he throws punches at Brienne. Like he's not doing, we've seen the Revenant. We know how bears fight. Bears do not fight like that, buddy. Yeah. And he was like, like they starved this bear ostensibly. Like you, like they were not giving this bear like five course meals. This was clearly a starving bear that they could use for entertainment. Mm-hmm. If this were just a bear, Brienne would be dead as shit immediately. Yeah, no and chance. Fuck immediately. But instead, the bear roars, which, in Sirio's mind, from his perspective, he's just like he's just like, aha! But are you seeing the true seeing the sight? That but it, but it, through like the bear vocal cords, it only comes out as roaring. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Yeah, you've seen like like the episode of Rugrats where Spike talks. But yeah, like, but they can't understand. Yeah. yeah, and like the bear is also more aggressive when Jamie shows up because he knows all about the Lannister shit. That's why he doesn't have a human body right now. It's because mm-hmm. Marin Trank got sent out and shit. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna workshop um three names for this theory at you. Just tell me which one you like the best. Okay. Um, we have Barrio Pharrell, mm-hmm. uh, Sirio Ferror, and the Furry Sword of Bravos. Furry Sword Brothers. Yeah, I like that one the best too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so catching, uh, catching spawning salmon upstream is a lot like water dancing too, which I think is where George got the idea. Sirio's a bear, that's all. Sirio. Kim, how do you feel about Sirio Pharrell being the bear? Why would he be just, the bear? Is yes or no? Uh, yes. Okay, thank you. Confirmed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Plausible. Yeah. Boom. Plausible. But yeah, Arya is the main fair and Sirius the bear. Yes. Gotcha. Questions? If you have a question, you can email us at postgot at gmail.com or send us an ask on our Tumblr page, postgamerthrones.tumblr.com. A uh, question from James Madison. One, if you had to be one of the characters from Game of Thrones for one month, who would you choose and why? Okay. I mean, I, my mind went right to the bear. 
Yeah. Just because, like, if you're a human, your your death probability is is real big. Like, I would be like, I'm the richest man on the Summer Isles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna be far away from all this bullshit and just hang out all day. Yeah, basically, like, there's, like, the, like Jalabar Joe is, like, that's, like, not me being terrible. That's, like, actually his name. Uh-huh. In the Summer Isles. Like, he just, I'm pretty sure he just, his character just, like, is rich. Uh-huh. And far away. I always imagine... No, because isn't he, like, a hostage? or Not a hostage, but he's, like... Oh, well, never mind. J- yeah, Jalabar Joe. <laughs> Jalabar Joe. As, Joe. As he's known. Javelin Joe. Isn't that... Didn't, like, Robert just have this guy hanging out? And he's like, I'm very rich. And Robert's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, come hang out. But I never knew if he actually was rich or he's like, no, my cousin is a prince and I need your bank account. Like, so we can get his money from the Summer Isles, King Robert. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know. I, I might be conflating him with Salador San because he's all about that. Oh, Salador San, I want to be Salador San. Yeah. He just seems like he has so much fun. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Let's awesome. let's both be Salador San and you control one side and I control the other. All right. Okay. Or we could do like a Wallace and Gromit thing where I do the legs and you do the arms and face. Sure. Two, I don't two... know, which one would be more fun? Because it, it might look like like he's constantly kind of having a stroke if we did hot dog uh-huh. style, but I think we should do hamburger style. <laughs> okay. Ha- one hamburger on coming right up. <laughs> uh, Salad uh, or burger? Yeah. Uh, also, another question. Uh, you two should make a wrestling podcast <laughs> since Brooks ruined my life by enabling this new interest. That's true. Oh, man. She sent me... Um... Like this, like a uh, Tumblr instant message a couple weeks ago that was like, "Hey, so what's all this wrestling business about?" And I was like, "Like, I'm the worst at introducing people to wrestling." So like, I was just like explaining all of these like podcast, like all of these, um, all of these like intricate like storylines that are currently going on. And I was like, "Also, there was this, sh- there was this storyline called the Shield a while back, where she was like, oh, fucking stop right there.'" <laughs> and so. That's happened with several people that I've introduced to wrestling. They're, they're like super, they're like not particularly interested in the current. Not to say that she is or isn't, but like mm-hmm. the shield is just so cool that it transcends. Yeah. Like with me, I can't, if someone asked me about that, they'd be like, Hey, you like wrestling. Tell me what wrestling I, I should watch. And I'd be like, watch Kota Ibushi versus Shinsuke Nakamura from the G1 climax 2013. Yeah. And they're like, none of that was words to me. Yeah. Like, I can't be like, ah, oh, watch this classic WrestleMania match, Randy Savage versus uh, the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah. Like, I can't do that. I have to be like, we're going deep, brother. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're so that's that probably... Casual shit. Listen, we are watching day seven of the 2014 G1 Climax right now. <laughs> like, AJ Styles versus... Kazi Ninare. Like, the things you're saying are just not real. Yeah. Man, we should should really just, like, start putting completely fake names and events in our wrestling talk and see if anybody notices. I thought you were going to be like, okay, so we just added into the podcast, so be like, oh, so this happened with uh, Bran. And then uh, Shinsuke Nakamura comes out in his red... Yes. Like, red outfit. From the Summer Isles. And he, and he cuts a promo on Kota Ibushi. And like, uh, the guy that Jamie tells to go back, um, he's not named in the show, but in the books he is, uh, what's the name? Um, Roman Reigns, yeah. Roman Reigns, and he says, I'm the big dog, believe it. 
<laughs> one versus all. Punch that. That's, Been there, punch that. that that's, that's Roman Reigns' catchphrase, right? He takes his fists up, and he puts them like a, like a boxer, and he says, punch that. I'm a punch boy. It's me. <laughs> Watch out. Uh, one time, uh, Vinny from GiantBomb.com thought John Cena puts his hands in front of his face, and he says, what's this? <laughs> Or, like, he, because he thought, like, he was trying to come up with, you can't see me. Or he said, like, what's this? Or, like, you can't get this. I think, I mean, my understanding has always been that John Cena thinks that all of his opponents are babies that don't have object permanence. Mm -hmm. So, in every, it's like a peekaboo. It's like a very fast motion peekaboo that's disorienting. Yeah. Like, you literally can't see me, and I'm like, I'm phasing in and out of reality right now. You can't see him. (laughs) Uh, Next question comes in from Tumblr user Ivana. Uh, this is a bit more topical, would have been more topical last week, but, uh, this one says, favorite ladders? I like, th- I like the one from The Ring, but not as much as the one Jackie Chan fought with. Oh, I love that ladder! My favorite ladder is from Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, it's a really, really tall ladder for no reason, and as you're climbing up the ladder, the theme song starts to play faintly in the background, but only while you're climbing. So, like, if you stop, it cuts out. And the ladder lasts long enough that it lasts the whole song. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that's um, my favorite ladder. My favorite ladder is probably the ladder from the episode of Ed, Ed and Eddie, where they make a really big wa- a, a really big water slide in the alley, mm-hmm. and like it's the most rickety thing in the world, and it's like a hundred feet up in the air, and it's just mm-hmm. made of like cardboard boxes and like tape. Yeah, and gotta get those drawbreakers. Yeah, there's no water in the water slide, but. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a really rickety, cool ladder, and it's also the only ladder I can think of right now. So that's my choice. Good choice. Did you? How was your childhood knowing that you were a child at the same time that Ed, Ed and Eddie was a show? Um, did it come it, up? Yes, but um, I I didn't I didn't watch it at first, and I had to because not that like I hate Ed, Ed and Eddie because it's my name. I just never watched it. Uh-huh. And then too many people asked me about it, so I started watching it, and it was pretty good. But pe- the thing people would eventually ask is, hey, do you watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie? And I would say yes. And they would say, which which one are you most like? And I would say, Plank. <laughs> Got him. So, yeah. That's how that went for me. Yeah. It's Cal Drogo's favorite character. <laughs> Very similar impressions to one another. <laughs> uh, if you have questions... Send them in to our Tumblr page or postgot at gmail.com. That's the episode. Yeah. Um, should we get into a question from last week that we didn't get to, that was... Oh! The, the, the Pokemon question. Yeah. Yeah. Last really week... Like tackle that. Okay. Uh, Leaf Crunch? Yes. Crunch Leaf? Either one. Crunch Leaf is a Pokemon. Yes. Leaf Crunch is a Tumblr user. Yeah, it's Bulbasaur, who, Ivysaur, Crunchleaf. Who asked us, what if Ash's dad warged into Pikachu? Which makes so much sense if you think, like, it's, we're not goofing. I'm not goofing. Um, like, I'm surprised this theory, like, yeah, he's in a coma. Like, no, yeah, fuck his that. dad is Pikachu. And Ed Nettie is in purgatory. That's why there's no adults. For, what? Mm, no, what? Pikachu is the dad. Because we don't know, like, we don't really get any concrete evidence of what happens to Ash's dad otherwise. Like, there's a theory that, like, his dad is, like, Giovanni or some shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, like, we ended up talking about Brock's dad for some reason for a while. I just liked, I just liked his dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember he had, like, a fake beard on her and, a, like, a 
a skull cap. Yeah, he had like Russian nesting dolls of beards, and he would he would like, yeah. it off in a smaller beard. I believe that's what happened. It's similar to that, yeah. Yeah, but um, speaking of of Brock's dad, Ash's dad um, is it makes a lot of sense because. Um, and well, I, I do want to say first, my theory was always that Ash's dad had worked into Mr. Mime, who is like, who is, I believe is Ash's stepdad, who is constantly boning down on Celia. Mm-hmm. But, um, this makes a lot more sense to me because it explains why Ash doesn't age. We talked about how, um, he doesn't age because his father is always right there slowly ca- counseling him and guiding him. It makes a lot of sense as to also, I believe Eddie brought this up. Um, theory credits to him mm-hmm. about how this make this explains why Pikachu like sucks every time that they get to a new region, even though he should be like level six hundred. Yeah, he's just playing it, playing it off so like his son learns. Yeah, so he doesn't like he's so he has to rely less and less on his dear old dad. Whoa. Whoa, 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 new theory. Oh, lay it on me. Okay, we don't know, we don't know for sure exactly how intelligent Pokemon are. Uh-huh. Like we know they're smarter than like. A, a, like, pigeon or something. Alakazam's a smart boy. That's all I know, though. Alakazam's very smart. But listen to this. This was the first known instance of human-vorg-Pokemon interaction. Yes. So, Ash's dad wargs into Pikachu, right? Mm-hmm. Pikachu can't handle this. His his small frame and his, like, weak oh, yeah. mind. Pikachu, Pikachu wargs out of Pikachu. Oh, fuck. And into Ash. This is why Ash doesn't age, because Pikachu needs a Thunderstone to evolve. Oh my god, Eddie. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes, so Ash is, he has the body of a human boy, but the spirit of a Pikachu, which is also why he's dumb. So he can't age because he needs a Thunderstone to evolve. Oh my god. And he'll never get older until he uses one on himself. Wow, yeah, that... And that's why Pikachu was like, no, I don't want to evolve. He's like, get that Thunderstone away from here. I don't want to be your dad and you're older than me. Oh, yeah, you can't have that. Yeah. Because then, yeah, you don't want to get into that. Uh-huh. I like this ending a lot better than our original ending, which was Ash is going to have to literally behead Pikachu. <laughs> kill his father so that he can finally grow up. In one swing, yeah. We, we has- yeah. That didn't test well with the focus groups. <laughs> They're much more into this expanded lore. Yeah, Skype was like, I don't know about this episode. Let's just cut it out. Yeah, the reason Skype wouldn't cooperate with us is because we had Ash <laughs> killing Pikachu with a single sword chop. He can only be a true Pokemon master. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think that's how Oedipus ends, right? Yeah, become um, the master. Yeah. That's, that's how So it yeah, fuck. Wow. I'm going to have to watch this new episode and like... Hey, that... Because also Ash has been like electrocuted to fuck numerous millions of times, mm-hmm. and he's fine. Misty's bike couldn't take it, but this kid is like yeah, it's not very because, effective because he's fucking Pikachu. It's not he's, very effective. Like electricity and electric types, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Oh right. man, can you imagine if Team Rocket just fucking kidnapped Ash and didn't realize what they had? Oh my god, how has that plot point not come up yet? I mean, this is just such like common knowledge at, at, at this. Oh, let's keep adding more Pokemon. Like, stop doing that and expand the canon. Mm-hmm. It's expanding <laughs> my canon just thinking about it. <laughs> keep it sloshy, everyone. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. We've GOT to go. <laughs>